episode 13? 12? 13. 12. 13. Episode 13 of At The Movies. Um, just had a second guess of myself a little bit because there's so much going on. Uh, mainly, Jimmy, my boy, we did a surprise film this week. We did. Surprise. Gotcha. Surprise. Uh, not so much of a surprise, hopefully, if you're following us on social media. And if you're not, you should be. Um, we were going to watch Total Recall. And so I feel like we at least owe it to people to just touch on Total Recall briefly. Um, yeah. And we, we kind of made this decision jointly because I came down to visit you to uh, do some filming again. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And <laughs> and it went well. And um, we kind of just didn't feel like watching Total Recall. So, nah. Jimmy, I guess, do you you watched the film recently for the first time, I believe? Second time. Second time. And how did you how you feel about Total Recall? Yeah, it's a good movie if you're just going to watch it for the first time. And it's it's a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I mean, I don't know what else to say. There's like slightly above average acting from the supporting cast. It's about a story that it's either real or it's not real, depending on how you perceive a reality. Uh, he goes through these memory enhancements where he can live this life on Mars, but is it just because the memories were implanted or were they trying to wipe his memory from his time on Mars working for the company? And then, well, I'm not going to spoil it because probably people didn't watch it because, but uh, it does have a twist ending uh, where his other persona comes back, but that's about it. It's not the best movie. It's not the worst movie. It's right down the middle, baby, right down the middle. I think it scratches a pretty specific itch. Um, definitely a Paul Verhoeven movie. And I would say that if you enjoyed RoboCop and you're just like, man, I want like a late 80s, I'm assuming, late 80s, early 90s. But if you're like, I just want that sci-fi action movie that's like kind of dumb, but it's just like, you know, there's aliens, yeah. there's action, there's, you know. Oh, there's mutants, there's aliens, there's all sorts of weird stuff. There's really crazy uh special effects practical effects especially when they're when they're exposed to the atmosphere on mars and their eyes are yeah, that, that's probably like the main reason to to watch the movie yeah. i think maybe yeah, the, the standout really reason good. is the effects so yeah i don't know we both like total recall i watched it recently as well for the for the first time um so and th that may have factored in. I told you that I didn't want to take away one of your picks, but we kind of both felt like, well, but you did it anyway. Watch this. I did it. I forcibly sat you down. I dragged your Xbox and your TV outside. Yep. I said, "Shut up." We're watching a very seasonal film because it is. Let me check my calendar. April, and we're gonna watch the WNUF Halloween special. Brief opening. I love this movie. I picked this movie, obviously. Um, this movie is kind of unlike any other movie I've seen before. Uh, and it scratches a very specific itch. It is a love letter to, which I've just said about Total Recall as well, but um, WNUF is a love letter to two things, uh, Halloween and also local television. Um, and Cable you answers. might not like think... You might not think that you miss, like, local television, but I think when you watch this movie, I've never seen anything that just puts you in such a nostalgia, comfort, 
zone yep. before. Um, so without before we move too far, I do want to credit everybody who's worked on this. Um, just real quick, because this film has a lot of writers and a lot of different directors for its segments. And I don't want to, um, you know, cut anybody's work short. So primarily directed by Chris LaMartina, who also um, did the cinematography and the editing. And then additional directors are James Branscombe, Sean Jones, Scott McCubbin, Lonnie Martin, Matthew Mentor, Andy Schaub, and the screenplay by Chris LaMartina, Jimmy George, Pat Stork, Michael Joseph Moran, Carly Cooper, Sean Jones, Lonnie Martin, Scott McCubbin, James Branscombe, Matthew Mentor, and Andy Schaub. Um, and I would say primarily the characters we're probably going to be talking about are Frank Stewart, the reporter played by Paul Ferenkopf. Um, as well as Veronica Stans, played by Nicolette LaFay. And uh, we've got Deborah Merritt and Gavin Gordon, the two uh, news anchors, played by Leanna Shamish and Richard Cutting, uh, respectively. There's more people throughout the film, but those are probably the main people, the, the main players that we're going to Yeah, be 100%. Um, so... I, I just I guess the first thing I want to ask you then um, is I, you probably didn't have any expectations for this at all going into it. Um, no, I didn't have any expectations and I don't know if that made it better for me or I don't know. It's just like when you do anything with no expectations and it delivers more than the bar that wasn't even set, you're, you're left feeling satisfied. And that's how I felt after watching this. Like you said earlier, definitely scratches and itch that I didn't know I had when we first watched it when it first came on I was like I don't know if I like maybe maybe I made a bad decision maybe we should have watched Total Recall but uh, why are you watching why? the W and you have Halloween special but uh but as we watched it I really enjoyed it I think that the acting was well done I really enjoyed Frank Stewart's character uh I loved the idea of this guy at home or person at home a recording it just because he missed it from work and just fast forwarding through some of the ads, but watching the ones that were funny, I really enjoyed the work they did on those ads. It really felt like at home back when I was a kid waiting for like the news to come back on sitting there with my dad just waiting. So it definitely was great. I, I absolutely loved it. <laughs> yeah. I, um, the plot for people that have not seen the film, which, um, if you haven't seen the film, maybe I don't really think we're not, I don't know if we're going to spoil it, but, and, or that spoilers really matter, but you can watch it right now on shutter. Um, it's streaming there. It is, uh, the first third of the movie is a news broadcast, like a channel, uh, 28 news broadcast, whatever the number is, but it's like your six o'clock news. It's like half an hour of just, there's, um, fake broadcasts about like uh is halloween satanic and like is halloween candy you know, ruining your kids teeth and all this kind of stuff and this whole time they're kind of teasing that at seven o'clock they have um a live they're going to the weber house where this uh this murder happened and they have a reporter on the scene frank stewart who paul Ferenkampf plays and i think just an excellent like character actor for that part um yeah he's got the hair he's got the mustache the suit even the microphone's got like the orange uh like the thing that i have here the the peace softener i guess but the only thing looks, that was 
complete. Crazy so. about that is, yes, you did a really good job, but I remember making a joke is him and Brad Garrett look crazy similar. <laughs> crazy similar. It was like I Raymond's wish it was brother. Just Brad Garrett being like, Welcome back to the. I can't even. It's my voice like, can't even. Approach. He's just like there with a ghost. He's like, There goes Raymond again. Uh, and then so the set, the, the second and third, um, acts of the film i guess the last hour of the film it's only it's only about 85 minutes um are frank stewart going into this haunted house uh with a camera crew and with a couple of uh parapsychologists or whatever you want to call them psychics clairvoyants and um things escalate and throughout the whole thing you're getting these local ads for services some a couple of them repeat i do think a couple of them repeat uh but they fast forward through them the second or third time so for the most part you do get a lot of um i think it's mostly like fresh material um and there's like political ads like for the campaigns that are like andridge andridge dude he doesn't care about the environment doesn't care at all trashing each other that one's great there's um one of the highlights that you you and i both picked up was this you know instead of an ad for like a local business or something it would be a trailer or a 30 second tv spot rather for like a tell like a locally produced television show mm-hmm. so there'd be like a cop show or like a star trek ripoff yep. and there'd be like a 15 second you know watch saturday morning as galaxy jones you know um and i think that's ultimately what I love so much about this movie. I love, well, I do love Halloween. I love local television, but this really feels like a, um, like something you would put together with your friends. The budget, $1,500. Yeah, which is crazy. I know we talked a lot when we did the American movie uh, episode. This one, I would say, is either a little bit more inspirational to me than even that new movie was. And I thought that one was going to be the most inspirational movie as far as us on our own film making journey would be this whole entire year. But then you sit down and watch this and really you sit back and go, wow, anything's really is possible. Anything that I want to do, I can do it. And it doesn't matter with money. It doesn't matter about casting. It's find a way, get it done. And this movie really just makes you feel good and like want to go out and get it. Yeah, I, I I love what it does with genre stuff too, um, because as you can gather, being a Halloween film, you you're probably thinking it's a horror film, and you would be partially correct, but it's relatively tame. I mean, it's not like a big scare film or anything. It's I probably would label it a horror comedy. Yeah. Um, but it's got I mean, it's technically it's a found footage movie because it's uh this newscast and it's all shot as if it was shot by a cameraman but it doesn't have these genre tropes necessarily that you see in every found footage movie like we're not talking Blair Witch Project here or anything yeah. like that it is totally unique I mean I don't know that I've ever seen I said in the beginning I don't know that I've ever seen a movie that has created such a world around it like a such a fake news media world around it that you can really just just simmer in just and and you could this is a movie that after you see it i've i've had this happen like a a few times it is a it's perfect for halloween watch but if you just have friends over and you want to put something on like in the background that they'll be like oh this is cool but also we can kind of talk and like joke around or, or just you know don't have to fully pay attention to the film it's a perfect movie for that too. I think it's, you have to give credit to the everybody. I mean, Frank 
Stewart, uh, the actor that played him, of um, you know the actress that played Veronica, as far as the producer, the two that were uh, uh, the you know the anchor and co-anchor for the actual news broadcast, uh, the dentist, like everybody just fit their roles so well that it really makes you think. I'm pretty sure if you just showed a clip on the TV people would think like, oh, is this the news? Or is this like an old clip that you had on a VA, like a VHS tape? It was well done. They uh, they had an idea and they executed it. Yeah, they really nailed the aesthetic. I think um, one of the things Chris LaMartina said was he thought that people would not be fooled and that they would be able to tell like pretty immediately that this wasn't from 1988 and that it was from 2013. But to your, I mean, to his credit, what you just said, like, I think if you just showed somebody, maybe if you sat down and watched the whole thing, they would like be like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. But if you just showed somebody, I agree, if you showed somebody just a just a two minute clip of this random from any part of it, mm-hmm. I think that they would feel pretty convinced because they ran this thing through several VCRs. They re-recorded it, re-recorded it, re-recorded it to degrade the tape quality. And then I love, they did this whole viral marketing campaign where they left tapes at like horror conventions in the bathroom and on random tables so people would find it. I mean, that's, that's just smart. so much fun and it brings a whole life to the film, you know? Smart. It's really smart to do. Yeah. Gotta give them credit I, for that. I think, just like you were saying, I mean, I think um, all of the actors, I think the the guy I love... Um, uh, the guy who plays the priest, quote unquote, who when things get really rocky towards the end, he's like, Frank, I am an actor. Like, I don't, I love him breaking his character and just being like, you guys paid me to make this thing. Well, it's great. Real, that, but now it is. Yeah. It's know? great that he said he, I was an actor because it was definitely a hundred percent the guy from storage wars. So, I mean, that's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. It was a hundred percent the, yep. guy. Yeah, so <laughs> Oh, how the stars bloom in front of us. Yeah, I mean, it was great to watch Brad Garrett in an earlier role, and it was great to see the guy from Storage Wars, too. It's perfect. Unbelievable where these people came from. I, I One last point about the acting, too. I think, um, you know, and this is not to disparage anybody who's who does consider themselves an actor and has gone on to work on things. I know Chris LaMartina has used a lot of recurring actors in um, his film since then. Um particularly Call Girl of Cthulhu, which is a film he did after this that is not found footage um, that I would recommend to people, as well as one that he had come out this year called What Happens Next Will Scare You, which kind of follows the same format. It's people working at a BuzzFeed-type magazine, and they have to spend the night trying to find the scariest viral videos online. So you get these sections of WNUF-style Yeah. They'll be like, come, come check out this YouTube video. And it's kind of filmed like that. I definitely um, need to check out those other films for sure. I mean, this one was great. I can only imagine the other ones just feel good yeah. as well. But uh, the people that, you know, again, not to disparage the acting, but I think what works so perfectly about this movie is that it, the, the, the people that are acting in this movie are acting as regular people, which I, I mean, I guess you could say that about any movie, but particularly because this is a newscast. Yeah, like the actors don't need to be professionals; they just need to seem like normal people, and they totally do. Um, so it's 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 it does like I like I said earlier, it just really feels like inspiring because it feels like you could just pull a group of friends together and make something like this. You know, yes. it feels achievable. 
and accessible. Definitely, uh, definitely makes me want to make my own ads, my own little 30 second TV commercials. That's something I never thought that I wanted to do, but I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I just wanted to plug real quick for them. Um, because there's a couple of things I, as a, as a big fan of this movie, there's a couple of things going on with this crew of people. The first is that um, if you watch the movie and you enjoy it, you can go to terror-vision.com. And in their store, they have a vinyl record called WNUF TV 28 Presents Frank Stewart Investigates Halloween. And the first side of it is Frank Stewart telling ghost stories that are local to the area. And the back half of it is uh, the two um, paranormal investigators from the movie showing you how to or, or telling you rather guiding you through how to do a seance which is a lot of fun um so if you like that kind of thing definitely recommend that and the other thing is that chris la martina is raising money for a sequel right now so if you want to be a part of that and the last i checked he's at about thirty-five thousand of his fifty thousand dollar goal um he's been doing his best trying to make the film with the pandemic happening um safely so Respect if you watch that. this movie and you and you you love it uh, go to GoFundMe, look up WNUF Halloween sequel, and if you donate thirty dollars, you'll get a DVD before anybody else does. Um, so even just that much money, I know some people don't have a lot to give right now, but uh, if you love it and you want to see it happen, hundred percent. Um, so last thoughts, Jimmy. Do you think uh, do you think this is something that you're going to watch again in the future? Um, are you glad that we made the swap? Man, that's crazy. I feel like you asked me this before and I can't remember the answer, but um, no, I definitely would recommend this film. Uh, I think it was well done, properly executed. I think that it's different than anything else that you're probably going to watch. Definitely going to watch it again because as I said in the American movie episode, whenever I'm feeling like in a rut or maybe like, oh, maybe this isn't possible, just pop that in and go, you know what? Hey, I'm back. I'm back. Let's go. Yeah, um, and the other thing I, I think I would want to maybe, the big takeaway for me, this episode would just be like, this is truly, um, you're truly watching independent filmmakers. Like, this is like, like American Movie was interesting because we're observing an independent filmmaker through a professional filmmaker's yeah. lens. But here, it's like you're watching Mark Borchat's movie. It's like, this is the thing that yep. he was making. This is the product, you know? And... I don't think you need to be a horror fan to enjoy this. I think that if you are a film fan or an aspiring filmmaker that's just trying to figure out how am I going to, you know, how am I going to finish this script? How am I going to possibly film this thing I've been working on? This is what you need to watch in order to feel like, hey, like that thing you're working on, it's achievable. You know, like this is this is inspiration to push you across the finish line. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that we made the switch. Not to discredit Paul Verhoeven at all, because that's it's his time to shine in this. But as always, every season, we're throwing a whammy at you, and this we is got, it. We, we, episode we did two, it early on, episode but, three of the season. Yes, next week we are going to be returning to the Coen Brothers to watch a another favorite of mine. Um, I'm really excited to watch this one with Jimmy because it is Wild Ride, and it's uh bit funnier bit goofier bit faster paced than the last one we're watching raising arizona uh starring nicholas cage boy just get ready um 
I got to ask you, just because I'm so curious, and also so that people can have a little bit more notice, what's the next Paul Verhoeven movie on our uh, on our list there? <laughs> no cuts. This all stays. I'll vamp for time as Jimmy Googles Paul Verhoeven filmography. <laughs> We know we know what we're doing. We got lists. Ladies and gentlemen, fans of At the Movies, we have a classic film that everybody enjoys. Starship Troopers. Wow. Wow. I'm so excited. I love Starship Troopers and I've seen it um oh, probably two or three times, but I have fond memories of the movie. I think it's another one like Robocop that's got a pretty on the nose message to it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I'll just, sh I'll share this little tidbit just to get people, ex not to get people excited, but uh, I'll share this little tidbit before we go, even though I could save this for the episode. My first experience with that movie, I it was on TV. This So it connects to the WNUF thing. It was like a local midnight movie thing that they were showing. And all I, re all I saw was the part where the guy gets like picked up by a flying bug, whatever they call him in the movie, uh, and he, he gets like ripped apart by two of the bugs. And I was, I had to be like 12 probably, and I was just like so scared of this movie. It had these giant bugs. I really thought it was some kind of horror movie, but uh, when you watch it now as an adult with more understanding, it's like a funny movie, and it's also uh, got the sci-fi action thing going for it. So, Hell yeah. Very excited. We got a good uh, few in the chamber for you. So, again, next week, if you want to join us, we'll be watching Raising Arizona, following that Starship Troopers. Guys, thank you so much for watching at the movies. Please follow us um, on all of our socials. And if you would like to... Uh, Jimmy, I'm just steamrolling you here, but I feel, I feel bad. I got so excited. Yeah, this is my part. Listen to us. Listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. Share us we, to the world. Uh, we have audio. Yep, we have audio episodes now. 